0: We are back, baby, with another episode of Avery After Dark. I'm your host, Avery Ross, and I am so happy to be here with you. I only launched this podcast this week and already have quite a few of you out there listening, and that is pretty awesome. Today's episode is a pretty spooky and bizarre mystery But before we get into it, make sure you're following Avery After Dark on TikTok, YouTube. And also, if you want more spookiness, join the Avery After Dark Patreon. I just launched it this week, and it's getting very exciting. For VIP Patreons, you'll get a monthly personal invite for a live where you, me, and other armchair detectives like us will discuss cases. We're going to do a different case each live, and you know this will really give you the chance to share your theories and findings in our case discussions. I am so excited for this. Um, I just love getting uh, your feedback on things. You know, I like to share my thoughts and share stories with you guys, but I really love hearing what you guys think because you guys will comment things that i have never even thought about i'm like oh my gosh that's such a good point you know and so i really i'm really excited for this i'm excited to get you all involved and i'm just really excited i haven't heard of anything like this i think it's very unique and i just think that we're going to have a lot of fun and hopefully solve some cases you know i eventually want to get some um detectives involved if we can get some detectives to meet and chat with us about cases or you know people involved in certain cases i mean i just think that that would be i mean how amazing would it be to solve a case i mean that that would just be incredible so i'm very excited for all this and all the links to the patreon and everything else are below and uh So yeah, go check them out. So, okay, I think a lot of people lately are just watching the Johnny Depp trial, um, myself included. But recently, there's been so much in the news about aliens and UFO sightings. I read this morning that the US government has 400 official reports of UFOs. And a committee chairperson said, unidentified aerial phenomenon are a potential national security threat and they need to be treated this way. It's really some pretty wild stuff. But as you'll hear in this podcast, this has been going on for quite a while, it seems. You know, with aliens, some people believe, some people don't. It's kind of the same with ghosts and the paranormal. Some people think it's real, some don't, and that's fine. But today's story or stories may, uh, may kind of change things for you. I'm going to be really honest, I really didn't ever think much about aliens. I've always, I mean, since I was a kid, been a huge believer in ghosts and hauntings, but I never really thought much about aliens, UFOs, or anything like that. I mean, growing up, I loved the TV show, um, Third Rock from the Sun. That was so good. And uh, I loved the movie Signs, as pretty much I think everybody, you know, did. And I also loved the movie, well, the movies, um, Men in Black. And, uh, you know, I thought they were really entertaining and funny, but the men in black. Maybe it's not just a movie. Today we are talking about the real life men in black. So throughout the years, quite a few people have reported that they have been visited by the men in black in real life, and their encounters are terrifying. In some ways, they appear as they do in the movies with the black suits and expressionless. But these men in black only seem to visit people who are involved in alien and UFO research or those who have reported seeing UFOs. According to witnesses that we're going to get into a lot of the some of the stuff that's happened, but these men in black wool refer to each other by number and not by name. And it's been reported that they will even whip out a white card with a crest on it and the word security. They will use fear, intimidation, and threats to keep people silent about their experiences with UFOs and their research. But different from the movies, the real Men in Black are described as kind of being sinister and almost appearing inhuman. You know, I I think in the movie they're kind of, you know, Will Smith, Will Smith's character, he's pretty lovable, and Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, they're kind of they're kind of this funny dynamic duo. But that's not really what these people have encountered. They tell people that they are a part of a secret organization. And keep in mind as we go through these stories that every encounter gets creepier and creepier. The first incident recorded was Harold Dahl in June 1947 in Puget Sound, Washington. So he was out on his boat when he looked up and saw six giant donut-shaped objects in the sky. One of these objects actually kind of started to fall apart, and the debris fell down and actually injured his son and fatally injured his dog. You know, I can do a, I can do a lot of stories. As you guys have seen, I've reported on some pretty creepy stuff, but I think when hap- anything happens to an animal like a dog, oh my gosh. I get so down. But, okay, back to the story. So, he's pretty shaken up, and he took photos of the debris. But shortly after that, he said he was visited by a man in black. And this man in black blurred the photos and told him to not speak of what happened that day. So this is... uh, you know, this is the late 1940s. So this is our first reported encounter with a man in black. The next encounter was Robert Richardson in Toledo, Ohio in 1967. So Robert claimed that he collided with a UFO while driving one night. And after the, co- the collision, the UFO seemed to vanish into thin air. But Robert found a chunk of the metal left from the UFO and took it home with him. A week later, Richardson said that he was visited by two men in black suits. They asked for the piece of metal from the crash. He then tells them that, well, you know, I actually turned it over for testing. This is when the two men get hostile. Hostile. And start threatening him. They say, quote, If you want your wife to stay as pretty as she is, then you'd better get the medal back. So the men then leave, and uh, he never heard from them again. But he had no idea how they even knew about the crash or the medal that he took from the incident. So we got two kind of, not kind of, really bizarre encounters at this point. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes... Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts. So the next incident happened a year later in 1969 in New Jersey. The man's name was Jack Robinson. Jack was a UFO researcher, and he and his wife were beginning to get pretty creeped out as they began noticing a man in a black suit that would stand outside their apartment building and just watch them. Day after day, the man in the black suit kept coming back and they were very confused. They didn't kind of, they didn't know what was going on, but they noticed he was definitely watching them. One day they uh, left and when they returned home, they found their apartment in complete disarray like it had been rummaged through. Almost as if someone was looking for something. So they were super, super freaked out and their friend Timothy, who they kind of told about what was going on, snuck out their door and managed to get a picture of the mysterious man in black. And the photo is, I'll I'll try to find it and link it for you guys. It's very creepy. It's, it's kind of exactly what you would think would be. It's kind of this man, he's very emotionless, kind of standing kind of almost behind, um, kind of behind a little bit of a building, but he is all in black and pretty much exactly as you would think. It's pretty weird. And it's pretty rare that any men in black were ever caught on camera. So this was a pretty wild. The next encounter was on September 11th, 1976. So Dr. Herbert Hopkins, who lived in Maine, was at home studying a UFO incident when suddenly he got a phone call. On the other end of the phone was a man who only identified himself as a representative of the New, York, the New Jersey UFO organization. Didn't give him a name. And the man then asked Dr. Hopkins if he was alone. And if they could review his research together. So Dr. Hopkins says yes and agrees. And by the time he hung up the phone, the man was somehow already walking up the front steps to his door. You see, this is why people don't like to answer the phone anymore. The doctor reported The man, again, wore a tailored black suit. And this part is scary. He said that he was uh, bald with no eyelashes nor eyebrows and had smooth plastic-like skin. Like a doll. The man talked in a monotone voice and told the doctor to look at a coin where it supposedly began changing colors and then disintegrated before his very eyes. The man in black then told him to immediately destroy his UFO research. So again, I think that kind of goes back to the the fear and intimidation. I think, I I guess this man in black was trying to uh, kind of Intimidate him by, you know, but yeah, this is what this doctor said. And, whew, okay, it gets weirder. Buckle up. So, one of the most notable run ins is with someone that you actually probably know actor and comedian Dan Aykroyd. So, Dan was a SNL member and is a really, you know, well known comedian. And very well known for Ghostbusters. He began work on the script for Ghostbusters in the early 1980s because he is and was very inspired by his beliefs and interests in the paranormal world. Dan has always been very vocal about his beliefs in The Unexplained. He, uh, you know, he's been very, he's he believes in ghosts, he believes... In really everything. I think he's a very open-minded person. And honestly, he just seems like a cool guy. And he had a very bizarre incident that really confirmed his beliefs. In January 2002, Dan sold a show called Out There to the Sci-Fi Network. That would be pretty groundbreaking. It was going to investigate UFOs, crop circles, and abductions. So the show was going to do a lot of really interesting interviews for, you know, they were going to interview a lot of people that um, had uh, some inside knowledge to uh, what was kind of going on in this um, world. It was really, and it, it was, I mean, it was going to be pretty big, you know, I think everyone was very excited about it. And um Yeah, there was a lot of momentum behind it, and Dan was in the middle of conducting interviews for the show in New York one day when he took a break and stepped outside. He was making some phone calls when he all of a sudden noticed a black sedan suddenly appeared across the street. Dan said a large man got out of the car, gave him a very dirty, sinister look, and... Dan kind of looked away for a second, and when he looked back, the man and the car were gone. So two hours after this bizarre incident, um, Dan was told the show was done and to immediately stop filming. Producers said that the show would not be moving forward, and Dan said, quote, we were told we were not to continue taping, and the show was canceled. And none of them, meaning the episodes that they had filmed, would air. So this was very out of the blue. So as I as I just said, the show had really gotten some major momentum, and everyone was very excited about it, and suddenly it's pulled, and they never gave any explanation why. Just that it was no longer they would not be moving forward with it. So it gets stranger. So they had shot a lot of footage for this. There was some interviews. They had um, conducted some research. And no footage from this show has ever been seen nor released to the public. So, and Dan Aykroyd himself can't even get the footage because he was said, well, then maybe I'll just release it on my own. And he can't even get the footage. And it it was his show. So... That to me is so spooky. You know, like I said, and you know, the instance with the car was bizarre because he was on a one-way street. So when he kind of looked back and saw that the car and the man was gone, he had um he kind of told, you know, people and afterwards that it was really weird because he it was on a one-way street, so he would have seen him the car, you know, pull away. And it was truly like this man vanished. Like some real men in black type stuff it's that's uh, so crazy so the next encounter was in october 2008 near niagara falls a man named shane sovar who was a hotel manager and one of his hotel security guards were out and reported seeing a ufo above the hotel one evening So obviously the two were very interested and shocked by it, and, you know, we're talking about it. And a couple weeks later, according to three separate witnesses at the hotel, two unidentified men visited the hotel. Witnesses said the large men had identical faces, matching suits, and had the same extremely pale, plastic-looking skin. Their demeanor was really emotionless and really creeped out the hotel staff, supposedly. So the men in black asked Shane, they asked, he asked, I guess they said, we want um, to talk to Shane and the security guard who had seen that UFO, but both of them were, you know, luckily and thankfully not there at the time. Witnesses at the hotel said that these men also had no eyebrows or eyelashes, similar to what the other witness said, and also noted that they had big, bulging eyes. One of the women who spoke with the men in black said she didn't know why, but as she was speaking to them, she just felt like they knew what she was thinking. And, uh, Shane checked the surveillance, you know, when he got back, he checked their surveillance from that day from the hotel and the two men were caught on tape and on the footage, they were just, as they described, very creepy, dressed exactly the same. They just, you know, kind of saunter in. It's really crazy. I think the footage, if you guys are interested though, I'll, I'll try to link the footage. It's, um, it's pretty spooky. You know, and it's exactly as they say, they, the two people look identical and they do look very big because there's another man in the frame who I think he's an employee and he's kind of in the door frame. I don't know if he's cleaning something or wiping something down, but it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think with all of this talk about aliens in the news lately, I I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be surprised if we had some more run-ins with these uh, Men in Black. Not to mention, um, I, I it's just pretty crazy, I think, with everything kind of going on. And, you know, I mean, there was no mention of that memory eraser thingamajig that they use in the Men in Black movies, which, that was pretty crazy. But I guess Hollywood had, had to add some pizzazz to the movie, but... um But yeah, you know, I mean, I think either you believe or you don't. But when multiple witnesses come forward with the same kind of story, it gets much harder to ignore for me personally. You know, it's kind of like, do I think that they all got together to conspire and tell the same story? No. These are all witnesses who really have no connection to one another that live in completely different parts of the US. And they all had very... Eerily similar stories and similar encounters with these men, you know. And this was in the '40s, '50s, '60s when there wasn't, you know, social media. There wasn't anywhere for people to say, "Oh, well, this happened to me," and someone says, "Oh, me too." So, yeah, you know, it's uh, I think it's pretty, pretty wild stuff. And. Many do believe that there is some kind of top secret organization like the men in black who monitor alien activity to keep people from, you know, freaking out. But I'm a, I am a big believer that there are a lot of things that we cannot explain in this life. You know, no amount of science or rationale can explain away some things as much as people want to. I get so much of that on TikTok you know, people trying to explain away things. And, um, and maybe it's just because I am such a believer. And I just, I feel I have more of an open mind. And I I get along people, people with more of an open mind, like myself. But there's so many, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, post a video of a, you know, a historic hotel that is, you know, had, you know, has a history of being haunted. And I'll get comments, you know, no, it's not, it's not haunted. It's not haunted. Okay. You know, I think there's a, I mean, like I said, that's totally funny. You don't believe, but I just, myself, I feel like the, you know, 30 years that I've been on this earth, I, I don't think that I know everything. I think there's a lot of things that came before me and will come after me that, you know, I can't, you know, to think that you know everything about this world, that's pretty, I just don't feel like I can, you know, speak. I think that there's a lot of uh, unexplained things in the world and that's what keeps life mysterious. That's That's what keeps life interesting for me is that, you know, those question marks. And I know that, you know, you guys love that as much as I do of those things that make you think, that I don't want a scientific explanation on everything. I just don't. I would rather believe that there's something bigger out there. I'd like to believe that we're all a part of a bigger, grander plan. But yeah, you know, and honestly, I am half scared. I'm going to get a phone call from the Men in Black after posting this, but hey, we'll see what happens. If you all don't hear from me for a while, you know what's going on. You know, hopefully this story gave you all some really good goosebumps like it gave me. And uh, I really appreciate each and every one of you out there listening. And I will see you next episode. Bye, guys.